Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You may ask, what are the odds, right? What are the odds? Well, that's why we're here to answer those questions. Answer the question. We don't care if you win or lose the game. I don't care. Just cover the spread. Now here's Aton Shander. I've broken to a chocolate store and I've been eating chocolate for the past 36 hours. Friday night, I broke in and nobody's going to come until Monday morning and it's just chocolate. Upon- Hopefully you bring your milk to balance it out. My goodness, we have so much action right now. We even have the Philadelphia Phillies returning to the field up in New York tonight at plus 250 on the money line. The NBA bubble will dominate tonight as we will lead you up to John Jansen at 8 o'clock, who will be live alongside yours, ours, or everybody's Philadelphia 76ers in a game that I'm pretty nervous about as a fan, but pretty confident about as a better. I'll explain all of that. And my, You know that we have live action back. You know that this is a great opportunity to dive into so many different things happening live in front of us from a betting standpoint. When you have a finish like what happened with the Raptors and the Heat, this whole thing with Jimmy Butler going back and forth, is he going to play? Where What's going to happen? I, I thought he was out for a couple of days quarantining, but here comes Jimmy, and the game played out in a crazy fashion towards the end. Depending on how you had it, we laid the two-and-a-half, at least for me, on odds checker, laid the two-and-a-half for Toronto. So I'm watching this thing. I know a couple people had it at plus three, Miami plus three. I was watching this thing play out, and then I had to. This is the problem with still with modern technology, and I'm not complaining. I'm actually making fun of it, myself at least in this situation, because I guarantee you that at some point, if it hasn't happened already in the bubble, it will happen to you. Due to some circumstance, you're going to have to leave the television. And it was a little earlier. It wasn't towards the last minute or so of the game that I had to leave the TV. But this game is in the afternoon. Things happen. Things come up. I, I had to take the dog out. There was just no other pushing it back. Nobody else in the house but me. I couldn't call a dog walk or anything like that. All I want to do is watch the final six or seven minutes of this game and make sure that this bet lays out. So, of course, Murphy's Law states nothing's going to work. And you have to go take the dog out. You walk. Watching a game on GameCast while you have a bet in play, is probably the most difficult thing to do outside of hit a winning bet. I just don't know. And I'm watching it, and I'm following on Twitter, and then I'm getting a text from somebody who also had that same bet as me, and they're ahead of it. I didn't know what to do. I was just on overload, but not in a good way like tonight, kind of dealing with what's going to happen next, what's going to happen. And you know the game cast, they always reverse something, or they set, they step back and... They bring you back two plays, and then they fast-forward. So this thing played out at the end wildly. Bunch of turnovers. I mean, the last quarter's last minute or so was nuts, especially because you had our old friend Jimmy Butler just handing the ball away, a couple of 
weird fouls at the end, knowing that game is over. But still, hey, I wasn't hating it. You had a, a Gasol missed free throw that could have at least kept it at a two-point game, at, or fourth, pardon me, three-point game, and kept that cover in play with 15 seconds left. And then what's wild is Gasol makes that second free throw. You've got 15 seconds left in the game. It's 103-101. It closed for me at minus, where I took it was Toronto minus two and a half. Now, mind you, I jumped in with the expectation that Jimmy Butler would be out, but even if he was, I was still confident in Toronto that they could cover that spread. So I'm watching with 15 seconds left thinking, oh, oh my goodness, this, this is just, they're up two, there's 15 seconds left. It's plenty of time for Butler to work something, Dragic to work something, and I'm just hoping at this point for overtime. That's the only thing I had. I knew, at least in my mind, in my brain, they were going to run the clock down and get a shot and not push your force of three. You, know, you, you play for the tie. Everybody's on the road here. Miami trying to keep at you know other teams like Philadelphia, for example, Indy at bay. So this is a, a game. You're all in win mode anyway when you've got 15 seconds left and it's a two-point game and man jimmy butler with the turnover 15 seconds left jimmy butler with the turnover Dragic with the foul and now all of a sudden as siakam heads to the line i'm thinking okay we're good we're good hit one and we cover this game just give me one he knocks down two and this is where watching on the game cast got me because it went to end of game at 105-101, and then reversed it back like two steps to bring it back to 1.7 seconds left, where Dragic hits a leg. <laughs> you know, nobody's guarding him. It's, it's no foul, no foul. Just give him the bucket. Okay. And then at that point, you're thinking, man, okay, there's, there's less than a minute left in this game. Come on. You're, you're cooked. The bet's cooked. Just rip up the whole piece of paper, or in this case, the virtual slip. Don't even log back into whatever app that you place that bet because you know that your budget or whatever your deposit thing is is going to remain the same. You're at zero before the bet. You're going to be at zero after the bet. Don't even put yourself through it. Well, thankfully, Dragic fouls with .7 seconds left. And then the heat of the Raptors, part of me, get two free throws with less than a minute on the board to ensure that two-and-a-half-point cover. That's how the day started, folks. That's how the day in the bubble began. It's going to be crazy. Already we're seeing another game that should have been over where Washington was really struggling, but slowly creeping back in. Now, the number that we set, for me at least today on Odds Checker, was I think 226. You think I have it right here in front of me, but there's a lot going on just trying to keep up with everything. 226 is where we pushed that number and went under because I didn't think that there would be a scenario where Washington would score more than 100 and Indiana would score more than 115. Like, I was, I was good. And, you know, there's a margin of error for a bucket or two, right? Okay, 104 120 you're you're still there you're by the skin of your teeth but you're still there so i'm watching this play out now where it's 107 96 there's two minutes left in the game and all i need for indiana is to extend that lead to double digits get me a 10 11 point lead with about a buck 30 a buck 40 left 
and that clock will run. Washington's not going to foul. There's not going to be any type of trying to stay into this game. And mind you, that seven-and-a-half-point line looks pretty good right now. Right now, up 11 points, 107.96 with 143 to go. This is kind of that sweet spot that we wanted if, in fact, you were riding with me and you took the under 226 and Indy minus seven, where we were kind of hoping for this sweet spot, which would be right around 110 for Indiana as the game goes down and right around Washington being just under 100 to 100 and just seeing this thing be too much of a gap for the whiz to to narrow down. Now, we'll have eyes with about seven or so left in the fourth on the Denver-OKC game because Denver continues to be this underachiever. And I think some of it has to be factored into missing three guys. The backcourt is clearly not there. But the moniker has already been there pre-injury. The moniker has, has already been there before the backcourt changed to two guys that you couldn't recognize out of a lineup, to quote my old pal Chris Russo. So it's not just, oh, man, you know, they've been down their backcourt, couple guys, three big guys, now key guys for their two bubble games. They're going to have to start overcoming at some point. And as predicted by, I think, everybody out there, you start to see this backcourt here, especially with Chris Paul, kind of funneling everything. Very even attack, pardon me, by the Thunder tonight as they're keeping Denver just at arm's length. Seven minutes to go, 90-93, seeing how this thing could play out, especially because coming into it, Nuggets getting two and a half. So it's not one that I think was easy by any means. Not one that I think was an easy one to predict, and, and I stayed away from it just because of the difficult predictability, if you will, about where Denver could be. I just no idea where Denver could be. There are a couple of other games to look at before we even hit the Philadelphia 76ers, and we're going to spend some time on them, trust me. Memphis, New Orleans is going to tip off in 14 minutes. <laughs> I am... Thrill. If there was any game, like I'm super happy for John because he's got that Sixers game live through the show, and, and that's the show, and I love it, and I'll be listening alongside watching it. I, t- I guarantee you that if you have John Jansen on mute, or pardon me, if you have the game on mute and John Jansen here on Fox Sports Radio The Gambler as the live Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov 
slash careers. Own it to it. It'll be more entertaining than just watching the television. And I hope to do the same here, as we'll do a lot with that Grizzlies-Pelicans game live. That'll tip off in 14 minutes. 107-100. 12 left in the fourth. Ah, there's that seven-point line right there. You'd hope that the Pacers would be able to push this right now. See, this isn't on television, so I don't have it live. I'm, again, victim to the game cast. So Rob's in the house, John's in the house. Are either, do you guys have this legal or legally on? Do you guys have this Indiana-Washington game on? We don't. I don't okay. think we have it on right now. Okay. Um, well, if you could, even if there were a shady means to find the game. I, th- I think I think John might sentence. John will probably have game it. Game on a game cast is a death sentence. Truly, yeah, <laughs> with with it's... a bet in hand, it is a death sentence. John, I'm sorry, I could barely hear you. No, yeah, it's not ideal the the game cast, especially when you're betting and you need that specific game, no matter how bad a team like the Pacers or Wizards are. Right. But uh, so far, I see 107 to 100 in that game. Pacers okay, I'm at 109, 100. But again, my game cast has jumped ahead and then reversed it. Out of nowhere. So I don't know what to think right now. As long as that seven, seven and a half, I know people bought in that hook as well, covers. I think we'll all walk away happy. The total seems to be good, at least in good hands right now. This is just amazing. To have all of this right now this month might be the most memorable month in sports. I understand that it took a pandemic. It took COVID-19. It took shutting down the country. It took reopening and then reshutting down and all the craziness to get to this point. Bubbles. It took bubbles in two Canadian cities, in one American city. But you have right now from the MLS, home of the Philadelphia Union, to the Sixers in the NBA bubble, to the Flyers, who, yes, I understand Tuka Rask was not in net, but that's still a hell of a victory against the Boston Bruins to open things up in their bubble. All of this, and we still know, at least for now, despite Matthew Stafford, Doug Peterson, and other names popping up positive on the COVID-19 list, know that the NFL is right around the corner. We expect college football right around the corner, but we are going to have an amazing month, especially because you can always sub in whatever's not happening with a baseball game. Every sport is in play right now except the NFL. But the NFL is always in play because there are discussions. Things happen. I guarantee you 109, 134 seconds left to go in that Pacers-Wizards game. I guarantee you that Matthew Stafford being popped for COVID-19, positive for COVID-19, impacted some futures bets. It's hard for me to believe that nobody is having any type of reservations, apprehensions about any types of win totals, futures bets, if somebody, especially a key name, pops up as positive. I know that it's early and there's plenty of time for both Stafford and Peterson and others who have become positive and put on that list to return to action and maybe not even miss a game at this point based on no preseason. I understand that. But people bet off of reaction. I do, you do, we all do. We try to keep our head. It's like golf, right? You can't just come in there and and not do anything, not address the ball, not think and just hit the ball. Pros do that. You and I sit there and they oh, man, what what am I doing? My hand's okay. And by the time we're ready to go, you hit the ball 30 yards into the ground. I think a lot of it is reaction. We try to get to that point and we see something. Oh, my goodness. there's, There's something that went down immediate reaction. 
111-100. Wizards have called a timeout. There's 22 and a half left. A miss here. I can't imagine that they would foul. With 22 seconds left, I think they're going to take probably four or five seconds at least off the clock, get a shot up. No 24-second clock with the Pacers back up 11. I can't see why the Wizards would foul at this point. And it was a hell of a game for T.J. Warren. My goodness, if anybody went over on the scoring for T.J. Warren, congratulations, you hit, because I doubt it was 35 and a half. Despite him dropping 53 against the Sixers, I doubt it came in at 35 and a half. Another, now here's the thing, Warren has lit up the Wizards, regardless of bubble or not, coming in the last four or five games. So he's already coming off that giant monster game against the Sixers. No Oladipo due to rest. Malcolm Brogdon returns. No minutes restriction for him. Starting five looks pretty good. At least what you have up front with the ability to kind of move Warren around, Turner, and then the backcourt. I understand even Holiday comes in and fills in for Oladipo. Not a bad day at all for Aaron Holiday. 12 shots, you better make them, and he did, 7-12. Indiana is not a pushover team that I think a lot of us here thought they could be due to all the injuries. Oh, they don't have Sabonis, they don't have Oladipo, they don't have Brogdon, come on. Well, first off, we saw what happened when you don't have a lot of guys and Oladipo's on a minutes restriction and T.J. Warren just gets the basketball. 53 Pacers win. I get that due to injury. And this belief that the reinsertion of Oladipo would cause some problems. Game's over, 111-100, under hits, Pacers minus 7.5 or 7, depending on if you got the hook, hits, we move on. We can exhale, we can move on, the 111-100 final will hold, and now you've got a problem if you're Philadelphia. And this leads into tonight's game with the Philadelphia 76ers and Spurs. The Pacers right now have put together two good wins, meaning they didn't lose to the Wizards. All right, Do you want to blow them out by 30 and have back-end guys on the bench for the final four minutes? Sure, okay, that's ideal. But you're working Malcolm Brogdon back in, and if Victor Oladipo, for whatever reason, can't go or is on a minutes restriction, or is a little banged up, and you can't get a full game from him, then you still need to work guys like Aaron Holiday in with the rest of the starting five, the rest of the unit. And that's what they've been doing, and this is no longer a pushover team. It was a foregone conclusion. Maybe you were watching too many Ben Simmons hype videos, I don't know. But it was a foregone conclusion that the Philadelphia 76ers would enter this NBA bubble and claim at least the five spot, at least the five spot, if not overtake Miami in some fantasy and open up the postseason as the, quote, home team in the 4-5 matchup. I think right now they're closer at staying at six than anything else. Indiana has proven not only head-to-head, but also not capable, at least immediately, of a letdown. Very easy to let down and fight for that victory against a team in Washington who you probably know two people by sight. And I don't think that it's a matter of, oh, it's the NBA, you know, any given night type thing. I, I just think based, and this is all based on what we were hearing about how great the Sixers would be and how poor the Pacers would be. Well, 
Turns out that if it's T.J. Warren, if it's Miles Turner doing just enough, if it's Malcolm Brogdon this time or Victor Oladipo last time, the team is at least going to be reckoned with. And the team is going to have to be dealt with, and you're going to have to work to overcome that deficit. So now we look at this Sixers game, and coming into it, seven and a half. I see it's gone up a little bit depending on where where you see it. But the problem is that San Antonio now has a lot of momentum. San Antonio has come in now and taken advantage of where New Orleans should have been. Thought, all right, well, if that's the case and if the Pelicans don't want it, we'll take it. If the Pels don't want it, we'll gladly step in. And you know right away, as far as the Spurs are concerned, they're going to be well coached in a game like this. They're going to have a ton of focus and all of this talk about no LaMarcus Aldridge is really going to hurt this Spurs team hasn't done much at all. Back-to-back wins for the Spurs. Three straight would mean tonight. And I'm not even talking about a cover. I think you have to really look at this game as an outright victory for San Antonio. And the beauty about this show, about the next show, about the show before mine, about everything we do from Sean, Aton, John, Tony, everybody that's on this channel here, is as much as we are sports fans, we serve one one master, and that's it, right? It's the bet. It's the ticket. That's it. That's all we care about. That's why at the beginning of the show, it doesn't matter to me for these two hours that I'm with you Monday through Wednesday, unless I'm betting on that team, doesn't matter. If I only had that total and the Pacers lost and it was flipped 111 to 100. Okay, it's a big story that the Wizards actually won a game, and my goodness, I can't believe they beat anybody. It doesn't matter to me over the next two hours, technically 90 minutes, if the Sixers lose, because I don't think they can, from a betting standpoint, win. I think the, the Sixers have had success, and you've seen that, but it's been tight versus the Spurs. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's one in which right now I don't necessarily trust the components working together for this Sixers team to pull away from anybody. I don't know how you could. Seven points is a lot right now. We saw that get tight between the Pacers and Wizards. They extend it with a late bucket, and it's the difference in a minute or so between a 7- and 11-point game. But still, you saw even close to um, oh, just over a minute left in that game, you saw there was still a possibility of a 7-point cover for Washington. That's the Wizards. I think what you've seen so far with San Antonio should be enough. They're plus 245 on the money line. The line has been bet up a little bit, but still, I think if you're going to try and take the risk, you would fly with the money line.
The risk would be the money line. Now, you can actually see this play out as far as the line is concerned, where it's moved enough, six, six and a half, now seven. I'm on DraftKings. If you want to play it safe, I take the Spurs at plus seven. But I think that there's some value. It's always going to be a risk with a dog like this. But winning is not a foregone conclusion for me. I might even parlay the Spurs and Lakers on the money line, get me a plus 362 return. But I just don't think that this, we've seen what happened last time, right? Joel Embiid came out, dominated. It's not enough. It's not his fault. It's just not enough. Defensively, the Sixers were all over the place, all over the place. In transition and half court, terrible. T.J. Warren was able to do whatever he wanted because rarely was there anybody on him. In fact, and I think Rich Hoffman of The Athletic was the one who put this out first, the numbers, the breakdown of Ben Simmons on T.J. Warren when Warren was just going off does not look good for Ben. It almost looks as bad for Ben Simmons, the numbers of when he went up against T.J. Warren and what T.J. Warren was able to do as it did the alleged Jenner story of her renting out the bar and clowning Ben Simmons every time that he either touched the ball or got torched. And then, of course, people adding in, you know, allegedly cheating on him seven times and all this. I don't know what's a worse look. TJ roasting you for 53 or Jenner roasting you seven times. I don't know what's worse at this point. They're both really bad looks, and the numbers aren't going to help you out. There's no advanced analytics that are going to make that an easier look by any means. Defensively, offensively, this team has more talent. But even we saw a couple of times Tobias Harris lagging transition on defense. That is the biggest problem that has not transferred over, at least in one game, from pre-COVID to post-COVID. So how in the world can you have true confidence from a cover standpoint let's just look at the line here save the money line for a minute just look at the line a seven point line that the Sixers are laying against the Spurs team that's coming in believing in themselves that's probably the most dangerous team to face right now is a team that has been told nah you're only here because of the Zion thing and they, they kind of threw you in there because of pop you got a bone thrown at you well all of a sudden now San Antonio is truly fighting for that eighth spot. In fact, if the thing were to end today, and it's not, they would be in a four-game series, whatever that series is, to play in for the eighth seed. They would be in that with San Antonio. Portland is a half out, so you'd have to work that out somehow. But the point of it is, is that this whole Zion experiment is failing. And we're waiting this tip coming in moments as the Grizzlies and Pelicans. This is the first-round matchup, or really the play-in to the first-round matchup that everybody wanted. We're live on Twitch at Shander Show, twitch.tv slash Shander Show. Fox Sports Radio presented by Cure Auto Insurance. What are the odds? I'm Aton Shander. We've got a busy show, man. Just looking at all of this play out right now, there's a three-point game where the Thunder and Nuggets, OKC with a three-point lead, a minute to go. Now, this one is on TV. So even if I'm behind uh, a second or two, I can be confident that I'm not relying on the game cast. Let's take a look at this live action right here. 
money line nuggets 106-105 right now as Denver just hit two free throws. OKC with the ball. Denver's plus 150 on the money line. You know, what the hell? At this point, if you kind of look at just anybody's game, you get a stop. It might be enough. Now I have to talk through this and make sure that I can hit this bet before things change as they do so fast. And here's the reality, too. If you're watching it, you're carrying on on television and you're live betting, you know that the book is going to be ahead of everything. So I'm waiting for this thing to come back on the board here and reset. But as of now, the value, and I just lost it. See, it was off the board. I was waiting for it to come back, and the Nuggets got a bucket, and I lost that value. Now do you go, okay, see, at plus 225. As soon as DraftKings lets me in, I'd be more than happy to take this bet, but it continues to be locked out. I'm watching it change right now as we see... 20 seconds, 26 seconds technically left. Denver with a one-point lead, 107-106, waiting for this thing to hit back on the board right now. And when it does, you're going to find at least whoever has the, the plus next to them. <sighs> tie game because of free throws right now. All I want to do is just lock in and take Denver with a tie game at plus 155. That's it. That's all I'm trying to do. But we can't, of course. Now, the Grizzlies-Pelicans game, if you like, knowing, of course, that that thing was hovering at five, you can wait a little bit and just watch how New Orleans plays. That would be my suggestion. Just kind of sit back and watch how New Orleans plays and see if you can get a little more value from Memphis, get a little more points from Memphis. This is a home game thing. I think people believe at this point that New Orleans is going to bounce back. And you're going to get a little bit more from Zion, despite the Grizzlies losing that overtime game to Portland and then that two-pointer to San Antonio. I think people look at Memphis similarly to how we just brought out the, the other scenario, uh, the kind of the opposite of San Antonio, where it's really Memphis's situation, eighth seed to lose, at this point, and I, I think there's a lot of weight that's been added into this line based on just Memphis losing to the Spurs, because I, I still think that the Spurs are not getting that level of respect, and I don't necessarily think they should or do deserve it, but the reality is, is that this is way more a reaction to Memphis losing their second straight, that two-point game to the Spurs, than anything that's gone on with the Pelicans. Now, the Pelicans are winless as well. So it's not like New Orleans comes in with any true centerpiece here outside of just hoping that Zion is enough to kind of keep Memphis out. This is going to be a battle. And I definitely I, I love the Grizzlies at plus five. I didn't put it on any pick or anything. I do like Memphis a lot at plus five, but I'm willing to wait. Still can't get into this game here. Still locked out off the board. 108-107. Thunder are up. There's 20 seconds left to go. And it's shifting. And I could see it shift, yet for it's just suspended off the board. I'd hate to have to log out, go to a different app, deposit. By the time I do that, I'm going to lose. The game will be over. So my fingers are crossed. I don't know if you've been able to get in out there, but 
Here I am sitting on my app, refreshing, refreshing, refreshing. Give me that game back. I'm looking at it right here. 20 seconds, 108, 107, OKC. And this, the money line was suspended still with the Thunder at plus 195. Unbelievable. 108, 107 now with six seconds left. And this was crazy. So foul on the Thunder, and that sent Denver to the line. So now you're going to have a chance to tie and take the lead, and it looks like they did. No way that I'm going to get back in on this. Denver takes it. The value was right when we brought this up, where Denver was down two points with just over a minute to go, and I was just explaining it, and that's usually what happens here, is I explain it, and as I explain it, I try to simultaneously bet it, but one thing's going to play out, and we can't afford dead air on the air, so I'll talk through the bet with you as I try to bet it, and I wind up losing it. Hopefully you jumped in at least late, and you got the Nuggets at 109-108 with five seconds left. It's going to be pretty difficult at this point for the Thunder to get anything off. Not to say that it's impossible, but this was a tough loss for the Thunderman. Tough loss for OKC. And again, for Denver, now you start asking yourself, well, how much of a debt, depending on the matchup, can you really fade this team knowing that they're probably going to be down two of three guys that weren't playing today moving forward? That was a great game, but just, just far off as far as that thing being off the board. Grizzlies and Pelicans at five, and also a money line play at plus 163. That, that was a little interesting to me, that the return on Memphis was so low, but you had to lay over 200 for New Orleans. I was kind of expecting somewhere around a, a plus 180, plus 190. I, I could have been bet down, but just looking at this right before tip, I was expecting a little bit higher of a return, knowing that if you were going to take the Pelicans on a money line, it's, it's more of a parlay-type play here. Now, would you or could you, in this case, if we were to build something here, look at the Spurs at plus seven and bring the Lakers down and run that with Memphis as a teaser? Now, you can't do it live, so Memphis is off the board. So we'd have to do that with the Spurs and Lakers. Now, even that... Adding that in, and you'd have to add one more game so we can do that tomorrow. That's fine. But I like the idea of pushing that Spurs number as much as I can, even if I throw in the Lakers at minus 6.5 and and push something for tomorrow as well. It's not out of the question by any means. As far as a money line play, you could definitely push it safe right now. I don't know how much you trust the Jazz. They they really squeaked it out, and it was a difficult one, but still, versus the Lakers, who don't look like there's any real change, don't look like they're in cruise mode, meaning still in some sort of preseason mode to kind of ease LeBron and Anthony Davis back into this. You already saw that story of uh, those guys nixing the whole shoot-arounds anyway, so... I'm not necessarily sure that this game tonight is going to see a little of LeBron or a little 
of Anthony Davis. I think this team is so focused right now that they're going to come out and continue to try to send a message before you get into series mode. Look, this is not the same as the last eight games of the regular season when you've already played 64 games. It's just not the same. They've been off for months. The body has adjusted to being more in off-season mode than in-season mode. This is as much of a ramp-up, meaning get your butt out there and play basketball mode, as it is any time in the regular season. There is a lot at stake right now, not from a seeding standpoint, but from a legacy standpoint, and you've seen how focused LeBron has been, both social media and on the floor. I was shocked that he was on the game. I did not anticipate coming into this bubble. Game one, despite it being against an in-city rival, the Clippers, and everything that could be at stake for seeding from 1-2, did not see that happen at all. Chris Paul just tied that game. Wow. Wow. Thank you for catching my attention because I was going off in my head there on, on something else and I completely missed it to the right of me. I have, two, I have three TVs on right now in my studio and I'm talking to myself, blacking out. Thank you, Rob. Aton, I cannot believe you missed that first free throw. That is insane. They, yeah. this, this game is tied up now, 109. Overtime. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> How did we get here? This is insane. We're now heading to overtime. After Now, see, I'm going to have to rewind this and break it down for you live. I cannot for the life of me, and now I might have to get back into on this live, this seems to be like a... I know that the, the missed free throw forced overtime and took away the Thunder victory. And that was a bad foul at the end of the game, man. Chris Paul trying to get to the rack, just... Just a bad foul. <laughs> I don't really know. Here's the thing. It's, it's the end of the game call, but Millsap was at least moving his feet, and Chris Paul looked to be the one to initiate the contact anyway, but such is life. Paul gets the call. He's always going to get that call over Millsap anyway. Goes to the line, and I could hear Rasheed Wallace yelling from wherever he is right now on the planet, ball don't lie. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of as Chris Paul. With that foul and his first missed free throw, I'm picturing Rasheed Wallace yelling at his television somewhere, ball don't lie. That's hilarious. That outlook, John and I were like, that is not a foul. Oh, my gosh. I Thank can't believe okay. they couldn't have gave that to him. I, I, and, you know, I'm, I'm thinking, hold on a second. Now, granted, I missed it live. And thanks to, to you, Rob, you brought me back to <laughs> reality here. But I just rewound it, watched it live, talked about it as it was live. You guys saw it as well. I'm glad I'm not missing anything. I trust both of you to the point where if you were both saying, no, no, man, that was a foul, that was a foul, I rewind it again and go back and look at it. Not to say I would give in that easy, but I would at least go back. Okay, something is wrong. Two people I respect and trust in the world of sports say something else. Maybe I missed something. But it looks like we're all on the same page that that was a phantom call. Yeah, that's Probably not a call you worst. make with five seconds left in the game. That's a Chris Paul call. That's a call you would give, John, if Chris was in New Orleans right now or in OKC right now. Not in Orlando. That's that's a home ref call right there. Hey, man, I'll see you at the steakhouse later on tonight. That's crazy. My goodness. And now we go overtime. See, I wonder how much that missed free throw is going to impact either team. So as the game starts in overtime, right now you can get Denver at plus 104. 
Thunder, you're laying minus 127 on the money line, but it's changing rapidly as Denver just went up by a bucket. At Shander Shows, hey, get me on Twitter. We've got a lot. Sixers tonight at 8. We'll talk a little bit more about that. The Phillies, plus 250 on the money line, going up against the New York Judges. Uh, a little nervous about that one. I don't know. We'll, when we get back, we'll see. What are we more nervous about? Betting the Phillies or the Sixers? What are the odds? Fox Sports Radio, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. What are the odds? Fox Sports Radio, the gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. I'm Aton Shander. At Shander Show is how you follow me on Twitter. John Jansen is up at 8 o'clock, an hour and seven minutes from me. So you're not going anywhere. Just keep the TV on mute. Listen to me for the next hour and seven minutes, and then you can ride the entire Sixers game with John starting at 8 o'clock. Now, Rob is in the house as well, producing the show. John's in studio as well. And you just brought something to my attention. We don't have a ton of time in this segment, so this would be the time to talk about it as I contemplate whether or not to go over or under Brandon Ingram 23-and-a-half tonight in this Grizzlies-Pelicans game. But two nuggets of information, not the Denver Nuggets, who are on their way to winning this (laughs) basketball game and taking my money that I put on OKC in overtime. Shameless and stupid bet that I placed on the Thunder. I should have known that that free throw would have zapped them, and such is life it did. 119-113, 25 seconds. This is the final possession for the Thunder. If they can't get a three, this game's over. In fact, this game pretty much is over. But... You gave me two big... Let's start with you personally. Okay. Because then we can move on to my beef that I have with a professional <laughs> sports team here in this city. But let's start with you. You are going to be on the big board tomorrow night? Yeah, I was actually called by the... I, I don't know who... The, somebody from the Sixers organization um, sent me an email and asked me if I was willing to be one of the virtual fans on the the like the sideline board. I think how it's you, like how do you get in that club? How do you win that invite? So I don't know on that email. Thing? I don't know if it's because I recently got season tickets from the Sixers, like this past oh, year. Oh, you're a season ticket holder. Yes. So I I mean like this is my first time doing season tickets with them. So I didn't I don't know if it's because of that. I don't know if it's because I'm part of the Club 76 thing. I mean, it could have been a, a couple different options. but Wow, you know, I didn't know that you were such a deep fan like that. I knew you were a fan of the team, but I didn't know you were rolling like Club 76 you, you season know. tickets. You know, I got I, I, I got to be all in. Like I thought you were using your media access <laughs> to get a pass. Just something. to be there. You know, right? And it's no, crazy because no, no, I'm, I'm filming something for iHeart. No, right? I'm good. It's crazy because I mean, I don't know if you know, but like I do a lot of the television stuff down there too. Right, so, right. like, I'm at a lot of the Sixers games. Like before this coronavirus stuff ha- happened, actually, that March 11th game when the season got canceled, yes, I was at there. that game <laughs> and I was giving you guys info because you know we were getting info right there on spot at the same time everybody was finding out about the virus. So. I'm normally down there, but I am still like a diehard fan of the Sixers. So absolutely. And but they asked me to like like watch the game. They're going to like send a stream. Like that's so before. So you're reacting live. Live. This isn't something you're recording ahead of time. No, they want my like webcam on, middle fingers down, shirt yeah, you on. You have to sign a waiver. Yes. So this make... is like some NDA that you'd have to describe to be on Survivor or Big Brother, so one of those shows. Yeah, and they like sit you in a virtual seat. They like cut you out of your like webcam feed and sit you in this virtual seat, and then you watch the game and react. So I'm gonna okay. get my reaction faces. 
together. Also, they 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 told me that I can come down to the Wells Fargo Center and pick up some swag. <laughs> Whoa! So I get like I'm a hat XL, and a bro. shirt. And... Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's I'm like, XL. Yeah. Just so you know. <laughs> so, That's what you need? Yeah. I, hey. I wouldn't complain. That's all I'm saying. So the one thing that I love about this is you are you're a very calm, cool, collected dude. Yes. And I think in a situation where let's just say you've got fifty dollars riding on the Sixers, let's paint this picture here. Okay, mm-hmm. all three of us. Let's put all three of us in this situation. Actually, I tell you what, we'll do this when we come back. All right. This is a hypothetical odds situation. So what are the odds that you would be able, you out there, would be able to have true composure and not lose it if you're watching your Sixers lose a game as a virtual <laughs> fan with money on the line? And we'll go through all three of us because I know Rob's going to be on one extreme and I'm going to be on the other. So we'll see where Jansen kind of fits in on yeah. this. John, also, I don't know where he'll be on that on that, on that spectrum. <laughs> I know where you're going to be. I know where I'm going to be. And, and I think the interesting part will be finding out where John's going to be when we get back. Also... We've got the beginning of the Pelicans-Grizzlies game early on right now, seven-minute mark, 12-6 to six as the Pelicans lead. Remember, this was a five-and-a-half-point close right now live as well, sitting around there. The big personal stat that you could play, number you could play, would be the over-under for Brandon Ingram at 23-and-a-half right now. You're pretty much laying either way. The, the points are off the board on DraftKings, so when we get back, we'll have a better idea. But the Grizzlies only down 12-8 to 8 with 626 in the first are plus 190 on the money line. In fact, I like that. I'm pulling the trigger on that right now. I'm sure I can get some better value as we keep going as it just moved up to 200. And there we go. I'm fine with that. Coming back, second hour, we'll get you ready for the Phillies right about underway in New York. The Sixers with a gigantic game. Dare I even say must win game. Two squads into the bubble, and here they are facing a must win scenario. We'll throw our other hypothetical odds situation at you as well. Again, at Shander Show on Twitter. We're live on the stream, twitch.tv slash Shander Show. Look at this bipolar legend on Periscope on Twitter. Awesome. Congrats on the virtual fan honor. See, giving you shout-outs for that, Rob. That is a pretty cool thing, man. And all you have to do is just buy a couple of season tickets. What are the <laughs> odds? Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. Everybody. You're still dealing with a new phenomenon, and it's so unfortunate. This is where it is unfair to the players that Shake Milton all of a sudden gets thrust into this lineup where you didn't have any real game action to ch- to test this thing out. And you're expecting Joel Embiid to do what he did and others to step in, but you didn't get it at least on defense. And then you're looking around asking, well, where where is the effort on defense? And stop me, and I know you won't, if you've heard that argument before where the Sixers lost to a team on the road that they had no business losing to. Coaching issues, taking guys out with four minutes left and allowing a run. 
defensive effort issues. Why is somebody lagging back on transition and not identifying who the open man is? In this case, the guy who's got 50 points at the time. And sloppy play where it's just bad passes and not really knowing where your target is, not really understanding where the offense is moving, and you're giving the ball up. That doesn't give me much confidence heading into this game tonight that the Sixers are going to cover a seven-point spread. I have to be completely honest with you, and, and I know that you're going to have to lay a little bit on that, probably 110 depending on where you find it. And we were heavy on DraftKings for the early games. But that's it. I mean, really, that's the crux of the issue for me is trying to find how the Sixers keep a lead or extend that lead when they need it the most. Would it shock you? Would it truly shock you if the Sixers are still finding their way away from South Philadelphia, road, home game, whatever they want to call it here, they're not in Philly. And they've been brutal when it comes to games away from those fans. There was a conversation on Twitter. I forget who was asked. It might have been Jason Stark. It it was a baseball person. Just about who they thought would benefit the most from not having any fans in the stands. And baseball, oh, no, I I tell you what, it it wasn't. It was Ruben Amaro Jr. I heard talking about that in a different time zone, in a different place far, far away. And he said, oh, yeah, absolutely. I I can tell you five guys right now on my own hand I can count that are good players that should thrive off of no fans. The Sixers, on the other hand, are the complete opposite. They are the polar opposite. We have just given them a ton of kryptonite to deal with. Not having that energy, not having that electricity, not having that accountability. Being booed by a packed house that was so jacked up and fired up to watch you play basketball, and then after a quarter and a half watching you loaf it, that changes. That changes your behavior, that wakes you up. It was kind of like how Rob brought me back to that Chris Paul missed free throw when I'm just doing my own thing, blacking out, talking about the NFL. Boo, you suck. Come on, Shander. What the hell's wrong with you? Doing a radio show here. Live action. Oh, damn it. Snap back into it. Same thing happens in South Philly when the Sixers just struggling a little bit against a bad team, good team, whatever team. That's why they were so dominant. Yeah, I I get it that they have talent. They had that same talent on the road. Every road game didn't feature only one of the big two or three you want to add Tobias in there. It's not like guys were shuffling around on, you know, Brett Brown. I'd like to try a new lineup. No, it, it wasn't happening that way. It was the same team. You ever hear that expression on the golf course? Same guy, same girl. You hit a shot, it goes 50 yards to the right out of bounds. You're not playing in a match, no money, anything like that. The person just, just go ahead, hit another one. Nobody's behind us. Go ahead, hit another one. You hit the ball beautifully. 156 yards. You stick it right on the green. You're 10 feet away from the pin. And the person looks at you and says, same guy, same girl, same person, same exact stroke, same exact approach, same exact execution. The only thing that changed was the result. Well, the difference here is, It's not the same all around because the effort has been in check by the fans at home. 
that's not happening on the road. That's sure as hell not happening in Orlando. That's a major concern for me with this Sixers team. I don't think I'm ready right now to declare the Spurs an outright winner. But I am definitely confident and comfortable to the point where I'm going to work this parlay right here. I do like the Lakers just because they are on just, just crush mode right now. And only laying six as the road team against Utah only, I say, is, is a fair number for me. If you did want to tease it, you can. And let's look at this, okay? So I've got the Spurs at plus seven. I've got the Lakers at minus six. You could run the DraftKings suite. If you have a money, like if you, you want to lay some money down, then what you could do is run that sweetheart seven-point teaser. You're going to get a minus 127 return, so you're going to have to lay some money on there for any type of return that's value. But think of what you've just done. You've made it virtually impossible for the Spurs to not cover a 14-point game, and you've given the Lakers a point on the road against the Jazz. That's the big gift right there is that you've brought the Lakers down on the other side. This isn't the NFL. You can cross zero on these. Now, I I think that we can find better value on the teaser and push it to about four and a half. Now, at four and a half, I've got the Spurs at plus 11 and a half. I feel very comfortable that anything over 10 is a lock for San Antonio. I'd be willing to take San Antonio and tell you right now to take San Antonio. In fact, if you check the odds checker list that I'm doing NBA picks for, that's one of mine tonight. 3-0 and on the day. It was rough yesterday, so I'll spare you what my record was yesterday. But 3-0 and on the day, that would be the fourth one tonight. Spurs plus 7. But if I can push that to plus 11.5 and, and now bring the Lakers down to a two-point victory, only laying 1.5, that's at plus 115. The stretch play would be, the stones play would be to reverse this. If you are truly feeling comfortable here, in the and this is all about the Lakers right now. That's all this is about is the Lakers. If you wanted to push this into a reverse teaser, add four points on this, you'd have to be confident that the Lakers blow the Jazz out. Spurs hanging around at plus three is a, is a risk. I understand it's a risk, and, and there's probably a better term to use to define that because it's not the risk you're taking, level at least, of the Lakers minus 10, but it's something to take advantage of if, in fact, you you are confident that this is a Lakers blow. If you're reading Lakers blowout tonight and that Utah is just not going to have enough to hang around and Go Bears is just not going to be enough and Spider has an off night, which, hey, he's going to gun anyway. If you can put that together, man, LeBron-focused, Anthony Davis should have a great matchup, and you want to stretch that to 10, you can get it at plus 589. Wow. The stones you would have to have on you to push that reverse teaser more than that. Is there anybody that would be confident right now, and you could get us at Shander Show, twitch.tv slash Shander Show, what are the odds? Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. I just Is there anybody that would be truly confident enough in these two games and has a set on them? I don't care what you are. That's a euphemism. So you don't have to be a specific gender to have a set on you. From a betting standpoint, it could be anybody on the planet with a set on them. 
to push this reverse teaser to five points. Now, Spurs outright is basically what you're hovering out. A, a one-point, two-point game would push Lakers minus 11. Ugh. What an ask that is right there. You know what I'm going to do? After talking through it all and looking around at what I could truly get from this, I'm just going to get an easy plus 103 return on this tonight and push that teaser to five points. So the Spurs are now plus 12, and the the Lakers, pardon me, have been brought it down to plus to minus one, sorry. So I think right there, I'm a lot more confident in that result. Now, in the break, or right when we came back, told you that I was riding with the Grizzlies on DraftKings. We'll keep you updated on the two games going on right now. But mind you, the or pardon me, the, the one game now going on right now. The I think the play of the night for me will be the teasing the Lakers and Spurs. Spurs up to twelve, Lakers down to one. I just need LA to win this game. That's all. I can get LA. I can envision the narrative that plays out where the Lakers beat the Jazz by two buckets or by two points. I can I can envision that. I don't see a scenario where Philadelphia is pulling away from San Antonio where that 12-point now spread is in jeopardy. End of one, Memphis has crawled back into this. It's 26-22. At one point, New Orleans was up a little more than that. And keeping an eye on that Brandon Ingram, 23-and-a-half, he's at eight through one. (laughs) Probably a 30-point night for Brandon. Zion right now has only played five minutes, not even in foul trouble, but only played five minutes, still working that conditioning, I guess. Five for five is not bad. Five minutes, five points, not bad. But the eyes, at least as far as a total tonight, would be on Brandon Ingram and that 23-and-a-half. Big night for the Phillies as they return to action, and we'll get into our own hypothetical coming up at the bottom of this hour. Reds and Indians have been delayed. Phillies and Yankees right now, bottom one. Jake Arrieta is on the mound. And this is going to be an interesting test for this Phillies team. Arietta could be a wild card. If you got something palpable, if you, if you just got something that you could rely on, and I don't even want to use the term consistently, but... More so than not, a little more than not, Jake Arrieta becomes a wild card. Unfortunately, in this situation, I think it's pretty much throwing him to the wolves. This is going to be a really difficult game tonight for the Philadelphia Phillies, who have been off for a bunch of days, and watch the New York Yankees sweep the Red Sox, mainly because of what Aaron Judge did last night and try to figure out how Jake Arrieta stifles this Yankees team. It's enough. Here's the thing. Right now, the live line has the Phillies at plus 2.5 on the run line with the return of minus 106. The money line is now plus 460 as the Yankees have scored. Just turned over to this game, and the Yankees have scored. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. There's that solo shot. Yankees are at now minus 670 on the money line. That money line plays over. 
I don't know how you could look at any value for the Phillies and think that you're going to get anything back. You want to throw $5 on the Phillies and waste it at plus 460? Go ahead. I'm not here to tell you what to do with your money. I can only suggest it. What's interesting, though, is as the run line has jumped a, a run, is there a settling down right now with the Phillies? Can you see Jake Arrieta, and maybe this is the at-bat right now to determine it, because Aaron Judge just comes off after that solo shot. Is there enough from Jake Arietta that could convince you he could settle? I could see a game, I, I could see a three-run game difference. I, I could see a 6-3, a 5-2, 7-4. Yankees are probably going to score more than three or four, so we can push that a little bit. But at minus three and a half, or pardon me, plus three and a half, if you just wanted to focus on the Phillies, and this is probably why I don't have a big cardboard head of mine down at Citizens Bank Park, because I just don't trust this team. It's moved now as Judge has singled to four. We've seen this thing in the matter of, I don't know, two minutes, jump from plus two and a half on the run line to plus four. Minus four now becomes enticing for the Yankees, as you're only laying minus 105. You're only laying the five points on DraftKings. Aaron Judge right now on first. Yankees up one nothing. Bottom of the first. This thing could get ugly before it even starts. That was what we all feared tonight, right? Was Jake Arrieta and where this game would finish. And how far away the Phillies truly are from this Yankees team. I think a lot of it is just momentum at this part of the season. Really, it's essentially restarting a season. You were three games into the year and had to shut everything down. Three games, and you were shut everything down. The Phillies are 1-2 and two coming into tonight. The Yankees have played eight games. Yeah, I get all the whole competitive disadvantage and what are you going to do, win percentage stuff at the end of the year. I'm not worried about the end of the year, if they even make it. St. Louis is another example of it. Now it dropped. Okay. Three and a half right now. I'm just, I'm hovering with the Yankees. I don't trust the Phillies tonight. Cardboard head be damned of me. I don't trust the Phillies. I don't trust Jake Arrieta. This is not settle. You can settle down and get out of that inning. Fielder's choice, so judge is out. But still, a man on first, one out. Stanton is at the plate. And the run line is minus three and a half. Be interesting to see just where the Phillies are going to get some offense and how much they can push the Yankees pitching tonight. Those would probably be the two themes that would dictate where I'm at for betting this game live. Ugh, I mean, can you imagine putting a bet on the Mets and then having to watch that? That's just punishment. I wouldn't even I, I would not insult you. Although I do like the Braves at plus one right now and that under at seven. But that aside, looking at where this run line is for the Phillies Yankees live, plus three and a half, where Arietta has already thrown a couple of pitches in this first inning. He's been tagged for one solo shot, another single by Judge. The Yankees have definitely worked their way into a hitting groove. Without a doubt, they've worked their way into a hitting groove. The problem, though, is are the Phillies going to respond? And it's, a, it's not a problem for the Phillies. It's just a problem for betting the Yankees' run line. 
Oh, here you go. Minus three and a half for the Yankees is at plus 123. That might be the move right now to get in now with a positive return on the on the Yankees as the inning is over, mind you. I just dropped. The inning is over. The run line has dropped a half a run. And the best return you're going to get, Yankees minus three. Look, I just think that Jake Arrieta, it's it's not anything personal or negative that I, I would bring up with him. It's just where this team is and the unfortunate spot of the lineup right now where Arietta is charged with slowing down or stopping the fireball of momentum with the Yankees' bats. I am tempted to jump on that under. It's moved to nine now, but... Again, one big inning for the Phillies is, is all it really is going to take to hit that number. One big inning at all is what we would look at from everything that would encompass a hitting that over nine. And you're going to get that bigger value at minus 109 right now live. I'm still staying as far away as possible. It even dropped a little bit, staying as far away as possible from that money line. Unbelievable. Yankees up one nothing over the Phillies. Jump in if you'd like. I did with the Yankees minus three on the run line at a minus 103 return. I am staying away from that total. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So just to run back where we are right now, we'll get into this hypothetical. Have a special guest that's going to join us from Overlay DFS this hour as well. Yankees minus three on the run line, live bet. Parlayed the two NBA games still to come tonight, down in a teaser. Lakers down to minus one, Spurs up to plus 12. And then this game that's active, currently speaking, (laughs) never good when you see the cash out at like $20 less than what you placed. And it's only been, you know, five or six real minutes after placing that bet. But took the Grizz on the money line early. While they were down, their biggest deficit when they were down in the first quarter. So hopefully things can change as Memphis finds themselves down 39-28, nine-minute mark in the second. Plenty of time. I'm not panicking. You're not going to get me to go crazy, yell and scream. That'll happen if Bryce Harper hits a grand slam. And that would be, that's the true test right now of the mantra of this show versus where we are and the teams that we follow and care about in this city. From a betting standpoint, I'm sorry, I've got the Yankees minus three. What are the odds? Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler. All right, two things we're going to do before we get out of here. Iris Silver is going to join us from Overlay DFS. Really cool app. And they're going to be a part of what we're doing moving forward. So I want Ira to come on and kind of explain what's going on. He's got a great mind for bets as well and can give us some advice 
on not only how this thing works, but how you can play it. And also our hypothetical. So we have two big things to do before 8 o'clock where John Jansen takes over. John's going to be a part of that hypothetical. He, myself, and Rob. It's all here. Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. Well, you know, the progressive jackpot you can hit right now is close to $20,000. It's as simple as that. It's amazing. I'm looking at me right now, and it's the double deuce. Uh, put this out earlier for everybody. Again, at Shander Show, at Overlay DFS, the two tournaments that are beat Shander Show, and you mentioned the double deuce progressive. The good news for a lot of people is right now I'm 3-5 and five on the night. So anybody that jumped in just to try to beat me and get that extra $40, I apologize to you guys that I didn't do a little better than, than I am doing currently right now. But I love how easy it is, and the beauty of it is you're, you're in. You're constantly involved throughout the night. It doesn't matter because games are going. We've got, what, five games tonight, and there's, it's stretched out throughout the day where it's not just, oh, man, I, I took that one, I bet that one game, or I played five guys in a stack, let's say, in one game with the Grizzlies against the Pelicans tonight. This is so spread out, and I love it because it keeps you involved the entire night. Yeah, and, and the great thing about it is, you know, if you make one wrong decision, it's not going to penalize you in terms of making the money. You know what I mean? So yeah. in, in a traditional daily fantasy format, if you go ahead and make a selection that is no longer, you know, in the running, you're generally not even going to cash, right? But here at Overlay, each individual matchup in your lineup is either counted as a win or a loss. So all you got to do is finishing the top 10% of the best records in that progressive jack in that progressive jackpot game and you're going to cash nine times you're buying it's as simple as that it's really you're always in action you always got a chance just like last night for instance if you were watching the Houston Milwaukee game we had a matchup PJ Tucker versus Daniel House PJ Tucker up four points with like what 20 seconds to go 30 seconds to go Giannis dribbles drives to the basket throws it away, Daniel House comes up with the steal, gets fouled as he steals it, hits two free throws, and now Daniel House with 25 seconds or 20 seconds left in the game, he goes from being down four and he ties up the matchup. It is so exciting and it's just unbelievable. There's always action and you're always having a good time. You never feel like you're out of it and you always have a sweat. Ira, I can't wait because I jumped in late and football season was already over. And I, I was watching it play out with base with basketball and until you know COVID struck and seeing how this was in the NBA, I just can't wait until the NFL starts because this I think is going to be so much more fun than watching a stack lineup that everybody plays in a DFS tournament, especially when you think, Oh yeah, this game between the, the Giants and the Lions is gonna go for, you know, sixty points, so let me stack this up. And it's three nothing at the end through three. Meanwhile, on overlay, as you mentioned, you've got a whole slate of players, and it's not just guys going up against each other. There are plenty of opportunities where you'll have teammates going up against each other, right? Yeah, that's the that's the best part about the game. It's never it's really it's really we try to make it as fun and exciting as possible. So nights you're going to have Harden versus Westbrook. LeBron James versus Anthony Davis. All you got to do is decide who's going to have more total fantasy points. And, you know, in the baseball game, it's kind of the same thing. We got the number three hitter against the number four hitter in the Mets lineup and so on and so forth. And the great thing about overlay that we, you know, that we've added 
is that if you play 20 times and you do not cash outside of beating uh, you in the standard <laughs> bonus, uh, you know, it's called the slump buster. You yes. get all your money back. So it's a lot, it's a lot of fun. It's basically almost risk-free if you go over 20 at, at that point. But yeah, a lot of exciting, uh, a lot of exciting things going on at Overlay. We love it. And, and hey, uh, Aton, if you keep, uh, if you keep po- posting these five and seven or six and six records, you're going to attract a lot more customers for us. You know, a lot more people are going to want to come play because they know, hey, if I can just beat Aton, I'm going to double up, basically. See, that's the slogan right there. That's the hook right there, is you can beat the you-know-what at a Shander show and at least get something in return. That's amazing. So are you still eligible? I know it's a technical question, but let's say you've beaten me, but you haven't placed in the returns on the top 10%. And it's 20 straight, but you've beat me a couple of times. Are you eligible for the slump buster, or does just beating me negate that? No, you're still eligible for the oh, slump wow. buster. That's amazing. Beating you, beating you seems like it's pretty easy. So <laughs> if you're in, if you're listening right now, you got to enter every day. Max, enter, play against Aton because you know most nights it's hard. You know, it's 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 not easy, especially you know you got a lot going on. You're very you know you're very informational about what's going on in the sports world, but hey. We know that you win some and you lose some. Yes. So some nights you're going to win a lot if you if you're max entering. It's a good spot to really double your bankroll, double your money in that contest, you know. And you know, I'm just happy that we're getting to talk because I never thought I'd like I never thought I'd meet someone who likes action as much as you do. As much I as I do, sorry. I can't help myself. That's the And then they gave me the show to talk about all the action. So it's kind of like, you know, a chocoholic just getting candy bars every day from their parents. I blame you yeah, as much I mean, as I as I blame my fix. <laughs> I know I'm the same way. I have a sweet tooth. I have a sweet tooth for sports. <laughs> and if you just give me a mic and a phone, a phone, I'll talk your ear off about anything. You know, sports, sports betting, game breakdowns. It doesn't matter. I love it. It's 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 a lot of fun, and especially being involved with Overlay. We just we're having a great time over there, and just you know letting everybody enjoy themselves while we're doing it. Iris Silver on the Dr. Glatt Regrow Your Hairline. Dr. Paul Glatt, Philadelphia's leading hair restoration doctor. The app is Overlay DFS, at Overlay DFS on Twitter. Any thoughts on the two games still to come tonight in the NBA? You know, there's a, I'm in Philly, so a lot all eyes in this city on the Sixers laying seven, which seemed to be a, a pretty big number for that team that looked a little disjointed to cover. And then, of course, that Lakers game minus six a little later tonight against the Jazz. Any thoughts on either or both of those games? You can start wherever you'd like. Yeah, I have a lot of thoughts, actually. I was, I was listening to your show. I, I was listening to your show a little earlier before I got on here. Uh-oh. And, uh, and I, I'm on the same page as you. I really, I really do not trust this Philadelphia team right now, especially with the way they're playing. Uh, they just look like they're sluggish. And I, I, the Spurs, very fast team. They want to run up and down the floor, especially without LaMarcus Aldridge in the lineup. I just I can't trust the Philadelphia 76ers tonight laying such a big number at minus seven. Uh, I would I, I, I'm on board with you. Spurs plus seven, Spurs money line, sprinkle that on there. Uh, it could definitely be a Spurs victory, especially they're vying for that last spot in the West. And um, you know, and I, I was I heard you talking about it. I heard you took it live. Yankees minus. What'd you take? Uh, Yankees on yeah. the run line minus three. Yeah. I'm gonna have to disagree. No, no, I'm I'm gonna have to disagree with your pick on that one. I think whenever you know a team laying minus three hundred to start the game, 
really, really difficult spot for the Yankees here tonight. And I think that the Philadelphia Phillies can. They have a chance to win the game. Not saying they're going to because the Yankee batting lineup is one of the best I've ever seen. But I kind of did like the Phillies going into this game to win it. Um, so I gotta, I'm going to lean the other side. I'm not loving that one. But, yeah, I definitely agree with you on the Spurs tonight. And as far as the Lakers go, you know, this team, kind of frustrating to watch them. I'm from Los Angeles. It's never know what kind of L.A. Lakers you're going to get, right? Mm. Uh, tonight, it just seems like a big price also, a big line to lay with yeah, the Lakers. I kind of lean over 217. That's the number I saw earlier. Yeah. I don't know if it's, uh, if it's updated, if it's gone up since the last time I checked. But that would probably be the, uh, the one thing I would look you're for right in on. that you're game. At, it's at 217. Yeah, that would be the one thing that I would look for in that game potentially. Uh, I just that at, seems at like a really team, low number, Ira. It does. It does. Uh, I can't understand it, but most of these games have been going over in the NBA, and I kind of uh, I kind of disagree with this line right here. I think that it should be well over is 220. So I think there's a little bit of value there. Listen, we might not get it right. We might not get it, we might not get it right. We might get it wrong. <laughs> at the end of the day. When you're looking at these games, you got to look for the line value, and I think there's a little bit of value there at the over. Well, you're definitely onto something with the Phillies as Jay Bruce tied it up with a solo shot in the third. So right now we're back to square one, one one, top three, and your your suggestion is looking a lot stronger than my live bet. So I, I definitely tip my hat there. And if that's working in baseball, then let's hope it carries over because we're both on the same page. Now, as far as teasing the Lakers down, I know you heard I was doing that earlier, messing around with a live teaser. I brought the Lakers down to one with a five-point teaser, pushing the Spurs up to 12. I mean, look, if they can't cover that 12-point game, then I deserve to lose that bet. But the real, the real question mark was now putting it essentially as a pick em with the Lakers and Jazz and just asking the Lakers to win by a bucket. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with that, and, and and I agree with you there that if the Spurs can't cover the 12, then uh, you deserve to lose the bet regardless <laughs> of what happens in the Lakers game. I mean, I liked what I saw out of the Spurs the last time they played, and I really think that this is a good spot for them. I think that um, they really have a chance to, to beat the Philadelphia uh, 76ers, and, um, you know, I just don't understand the 76ers, uh, so... You know, I'm not a big fan of Tobias Harris, uh, one of my, my one of my least favorite players in the NBA, and you know, getting rid of T.J. McConnell. I, I I don't really get what they're doing over there, but hopefully, you know, hopefully they'll turn around. I love Ben Simmons as a young player. I think hopefully he'll develop, obviously Embiid as well. But yeah, tonight tonight I'm gonna lean on uh, lean on the Spurs here at plus seven. Awesome stuff, Ira. Ira Silver, Overlay DFS. Again, at Overlay DFS on Twitter. It's an amazing app. We'll continue to talk about it. We'll continue to play. And you out there can continue to join, sign up, and at the very least, win some money back after beating me. That's it. Like, that's the baseline. Is You beat me, you're going to get a return. And in the top 10%, as Ira said, for this NBA progressive tournament tonight, you're going to get nine times a return on what you lay out. It's an awesome app. Congrats on what you guys are doing. I'm just thrilled to be a part of it. Say hi to Mike Larry and everybody. Appreciate you, Ira. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Aton. Talk to you soon. You got it. That's Ira Silver on the Dr. Glatt Regrow Your Hairline. Dr. Paul Glatt, Philadelphia's leading hair restoration doctor. What are the odds? Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler. It's all presented by Cure Auto Insurance. I don't know which way he would fly. So 
on one side, and the scenario is this. You're live streaming, watching the Sixers game with a camera in front of you. You've signed a contract that says you can't do all the stuff you would do Mm -hmm. if this plays out where you've got a money line bet on the Sixers. They're losing, and from a fan standpoint and a better standpoint, you're about to crack. Now, I have all the confidence in the world that on one side of the equation, Rob is going to sit there and probably be stewed and upset, but it, it's not going to show. Yep. Like, you're not going to go in and throw the throw it. Me, I'm probably going to violate that nondescriptive, <laughs> right? I'm probably going to violate that nondisclosure. There's some, I'll probably get sued. Yeah. Probably halfway through the game, I'll get sued for doing or saying something or throwing something or flipping off the camera, especially if that bet is a loser. Aton's feed would be cut off. He probably done broke the computer, Absolutely. the camera. If you saw Rob <laughs> sitting on one seat, Aton in the middle, and John on the other side, I would just disappear. <laughs> the computer closed. Yeah, they just cut me out right there. There'd be an empty seat. They'd put Sean Brace's head in there like they're doing down in Citizens Bank Park. That's, That's what hilarious. they would put in. Now, John, I ask you this question, and, and it's nobody but us listening right now, so you can be as honest as you like. Where are, where are you in that scenario, a money line bet, Sixers taking on the, the Heat, let's say, Oh no! Who is it? Wednesday, the Clippers. Toronto, we'll, we'll play uh, well, this. Yeah, this, yes. Go ahead. We'll play this out here. You got a money line bet on the Sixers, and you're watching not only your team go down in flames, but your bet as well. Can you keep your composure on the camera? As someone who has broken or punched his TV <laughs> losing in a Madden game, I will absolutely. Oh, I punched my TV playing a Madden game. I told Sean that. Game? Oh yeah, absolutely. Are you? Are, but can we can we talk about but, that real fast? Because I'm a, I'm a video game person. Are you that person that if you're losing, you quit? Rage? No, I'll be the one to make excuses of like, oh, you know, the game. You know, it's always the controller. That I didn't like. Uh. But I, I would punch the dash cam. If, That's if, hilarious. If, the cam, if I was on the Sixer screen, you would see my screen just go blank because I would punch it. I've done it before. See, that's such a surprise to me because I feel like you, you are more. I, I thought you would be more in the middle with controlled passion. Like I've heard you get loud. I've heard you have tons of energy. You're going to have it in six minutes when you take over and lead us through the night with the Sixers, good or bad. You're going to be there. But I guess I guess I gave you a little too much credit, John, that you'd be able to to control that. I, I usually am very calm. <laughs> I I don't get angry a lot, right. but I'm competitive. I am super competitive. That's why, honestly, I don't play Madden anymore. I I don't play Madden. I don't play MLB. I don't play NBA 2K because I get too angry at it. Oh wow! I, I throw controllers. I've punched a TV before. Wow! Uh, yeah, so I I would lose my composure. What's very the quickly. worst? loss that you've ever experienced in either a video game or real life that caused you to break something i'm fascinated by this um i didn't break something but if i wasn't in front of my family used to rent out a hall we would have madden bowls we would have like a full schedule there'd be 16 20 people it was great i got to the madden bowl championship one year and it was my first time i was really nervous we play in front of the big crowd big tv Mm -hmm. and i lost on a last second field goal i lost on a pump fake and i bit and he got in field goal range, scored, and oh, I wow. lost. And if I wasn't in front of maybe 30 or 40 people, I would have maybe punched the TV. Oh, <laughs> that is the angriest God. I've ever been at a video game, and it's that all my is fault. awesome. I love the rage quit, by yeah. the way. I think it's hilarious. I think I, it's awesome. I yo, think it's amazing. And I'm that person. I'm, I'm just like, yo, I can't stand people that quit You're on me. You're the guy like, who gets rage quit on. Yes, I'm like, when I, if I'm like beating You're you by like 15 or trash. 20. 
and 2K, yeah. and they're like, yeah, no, it's over, man. I'm done. This game's not. This game doesn't work right. See, that was a problem with me at Madden is I was very good when I was a kid, so I didn't lose very often. So when I did, either I was trying to make you quit within the first quarter, and that was always a goal of mine, That's or hilarious. else I'm quitting in the third quarter because I'm losing <laughs> and I'm punching TVs. Mike, all right, I'm going to take you back in the final couple of minutes here. Do you remember, and this is way back, I was in high school. At, I'm 42, so I'm older than both of you, but... I don't think by much, right, John? I am, I'm 26. <laughs> John and I are the same age. I home. thought both of you guys were like low 30s. I apologize. Nope. You're, you're much younger and, and healthier. Good for you both. I don't know about the healthy part. Well, at, at least than me. <laughs> Do you remember the Bill Walsh game? It was Bill Walsh college football. I have heard of it. I've okay. never played it. I didn't play so, it either. This was like the first college football game. It was on the Sega Genesis, and the beauty of it was that you could play two-on-two. So you could have one guy be the quarterback, and you can cycle through and play either a lineman. But again, you could do it now, but this is like the first time. So this was high school, and we all had our football games on Saturdays. You'd play football Saturday for, for high school. So nobody went out because we were all serious about playing football. It was, I played my first high school, a really good team, and there were some guys that were way better than me, and we all took it really seriously. So Friday nights, we would go to... A house where there would be uh, two brothers that would host us, and they were awesome kids. One was uh, a little older than me. Another, Billy D. Greenwood, actually went on and played a little in the NFL, was uh, a little younger than me. And we would have these battles. There would be like 15 people in a bedroom <laughs> sweating running these Bill Walsh games. And I tell you, it's the biggest and worst amount. I, look, I played in ball courts, you know, West Fort, the cage, all over, right? Mm -hmm. I've never seen the level of, I mean, in-your-face type stuff. Somebody would come over without a new person, and there would always be the rage quit. There would always be somebody who would throw the controller, and, and we'd all have to remind that person, like, yo, 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 this is in your house, man. Right. You can't throw it. But there would always be that rage quit, and there would just be battles with Bill Walsh football on the Sega Genesis on probably a screen the size of your Alexa show Echo or something. <laughs> Battles, hilarious. man. Battles. All right. Coming up next. I got John, a, Aton, I got I gotta give you I gotta give you a preview. You know, John's coming up next. I, I need you to hear this because this show is about to be fire. Wanna hear a sentence you've never heard before? Wanna hear a secret? Live sports betting talk with up to the minute updates on live lines in Philadelphia. Crazy, right? It's the line change with John Jansen. Ooh, I like that. Is he? Isn't it fire? I like that. John show is about to be off the chain. Hey, I like that better than mine. <laughs> you gotta get you some new ones. Seriously, I, I just saw somebody walk out with a new MJ's. Like, whoa, what am I doing wearing these two-year-old kicks? <laughs> I made that for John, by the way. Did you? I did. Man, now you know I'm gonna have to put you to work. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Yes, got a new show as Bo three one six on Twitch asks. We have a new show coming up next. You just heard it. The line change debuts right now with John Jansen. On Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler. Thanks to Rob. Thanks to John for hanging out with me. We are back on Tuesday. That's tomorrow, 6 to 8 Eastern, right? We're all here in the same time zone. Fox Sports Radio, The Gambler, presented by Cure Auto Insurance. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.